You're listening to TGIF Geocaching Radio. It's almost Christmas and Tiny Tim is on a rescue mission. This year, the Seven Days of Geopodmas is a special daily audio saga continuing the adventures of Tiny Tim and the Treasure Troops. Be sure to catch up and follow the events from day one. Geopodmas Day 7 begins now. Tiny Tim had a whole lot of time to think, to pore over all that he'd seen, all that he'd been shown. He felt helpless, being unable to control the linekeeper hat. He'd found his mentor, Sir Maximus, but was unable to reach him. He felt lost. The black lines in this dimension kept speeding past him like spiderweb strands leading every which way, up and down and left and right, curving this way and that, fading into the distant white. What Tim still had problem believing was that Sir Maximus had willingly removed his hat and placed it on the store on a hook, the one that the human had found in 2020 used to travel wildly and Tim had come to return with to headquarters after the human showed difficulty managing its power. And then it even looked like Sir Maximus had seen Tiny Tim himself, knowing that he'd seen what he'd done. If Max saw Tim, he would have seen him with his linekeeper hat on his head and his own hat in his scarf. How much did Max know? The hat was left for the human in 2020. Did he know Tiny Tim would rescue him days later at that remote location and return with the hat? Max then noticed a black dot before him, another one like the one which engulfed him before and showed him the store. He sensed what was coming. It grew and surrounded him, and then... Quiet. The soft wind picked up again, and in front of him, another window opened, then another, and another. Each window seemed to be looking towards that human he'd spent time with, He remembered doing the Christmas tree bomb and the next to find challenges. Twelve windows had opened surrounding him, and in each he spotted, was it, was that Sir Maximus? He was with the human, but he had no hat. This must all be after Tim had returned to headquarters returning the hat, and then Sir Maximus had found the human. Each window showed them going on a geocache hunt. In some, he saw them find success, finding a container. They were looking for lonely geocaches, and they called it Lonely No More, even finding little treasures that may be lost, restoring the geocaches to good and found condition. Was Sir Maximus rescuing treasure troops as well? Some geocaches it seemed they couldn't find, but the human didn't seem phased, and yet as he watched progressing through the window gateways, he noticed that Sir Maximus was looking more and more disheveled, increasingly rough and beat up. He seemed powerless. And after every failed find, every DNF, Max was able to sneak away and find another geocache. Each day he made sure had at least one smile. Tiny Tim couldn't believe how determined Sir Maximus was. It seemed to be getting harder and harder for him and without his hat, but he kept going. To himself he started cheering Max on, come on, come on, don't give up. He realized just how powerful Sir Maximus must be and not just because of the hat, Sir Maximus was the highest rank of linekeeper. Tim was starting to think he could do anything. Yet even with the hat, the great power and responsibility it provided, this is what he chose. He remembered their missions. The treasure troops were bringing smiles at geocaches. Tim brought smiles with challenges. The troops helped each other. He helped troops if the need arose. But Sir Maximus, 
Come to think of it, he'd never seen another of his rank, his abilities. Sir Maximus had been his mentor, taught him about his linekeeper hat, how to use it, and use it properly. He didn't want to misuse it, but sometimes he was drawn to its power. He even chose to use Sir Maximus's hat without permission or guidance, and that brought him here. What had he done? Then he saw the day that the human let Max rest and recover while he went out searching for the geocache. Other travel buddies the human had with him were there too, not treasure troops, but maybe someday. As the human left, Max inched his way out from the cover he was placed in. The other travel buddies backed away, giving him some space. Slowly and awkwardly, he got to his feet. Without looking up, he said, Tim. The travel buddies looked around at each other. They, they didn't know a Tim. Who was he speaking to? But Tiny Tim knew. Through the gateway window, he watched Sir Maximus look up, straight at him. It's time. You've seen much. You've done so much. But it's not what you've done. Your heart. You followed your heart to me. Yes, I gave you my hat. I gave you the ability you needed to use it and use it well. You... Tiny Tim's heart was breaking inside. It was suddenly all becoming clear. His tail was tucked between his legs, fearing what was to come. You will follow in my footsteps. You are a line keeper, now of the highest order. You have rescued, you have led, you've seen, you know. You, you know the cash line, its power, its danger. You must protect it but at great cost. You, you can't do it alone. Find another. Find another. Don't let the line break. The line connects us. It is life. Sir Maximus's condition had worsened so much that he was now kneeling, barely holding himself up. The white that had once surrounded him was dirty and creased, crumpled. And as he fumbled, eventually he laid flat. But sensing the sadness around him, he continued. Don't blame yourself, Tim. This was my mission. This was my time. But the humans, it's not their time. Soon. Not yet. But my time here has, has come to an end. The human, he, he will need your help. I have gathered enough geocache finds to send him to one more, just one more lonely cache. Use what you've learned, Tim. Use your wisdom. Save him, linekeeper. Sir, Tiny Tim. With his final words, and the travel buddies and Tiny Tim watching on, Sir Maximus faded from view, dissipating in wisps of fog. The travel buddies couldn't see Tiny Tim, but Sir Maximus's words couldn't be more tangible. Sir, Tiny Tim, linekeeper. Tiny Tim whimpered a tear in his eye. And yet Sir Maximus's words ignited something in him. His heart beat faster in his chest. Then he heard a voice in the distance. Multiple voices. The windows began to fade away and a white dot appeared above. He heard his name being called far in the distance. The white grew and suddenly he was back in the white of the cash line dimension. But as a line approached and began fading, he spotted a trooper zoom by on it. It was Sergeant Green and he was holding a navigator disc, pointing it straight at him. 
Green couldn't stop, but he tossed the disc. It missed Tiny Tim, but seemed to whip around and was intercepted on another line approaching. Along this one was zipping another trooper who managed to snag the disc, its glowing arrow still pointing towards Tim. Still too far, though, he saw the disc tossed again. It whipped around like a frisbee and landed on another line, wishing by. It was snatched up by Freddy as he zipped by. Again and again they tried tossing the navigator disc, which curved round and flew by. It was caught by Marbles, who tried, and by Nicky, who also tried, and other troopers, but they couldn't seem to get it close enough for Tim to catch. And then he spotted Lily. She was riding the wave, zipping along a line like a pro. Her line was approaching, and as she flew along it, she intercepted the nav disc. She twisted and contorted a bit, and Tim noticed the line shift slightly. He spotted a couple of long blocks attached to her feet. She built skis to use on the line. She used the skis to control her angle and give her a better aim. She knew the disc wanted to be caught by Tim. She had given it a little bit of a guidance upgrade so it would be attracted to its target like a magnet. With more control as she zipped by on her line, she yelled, Tim, catch! She whipped the disc like a frisbee and Tim watched it as it curved. This time, not so far away, it started curving towards him. He was panting in concentration, and as if by instinct he leapt even without ground, and with his jaw wide he chomped down on the disc as it landed in his mouth. Now Lily had made one other adjustment to the disc. This disc wasn't intended to also restock a geocache. This disc was intended to rescue its holder. As Tim chomped down on the disc, he pressed its button, and within seconds a swirling wind surrounded Tiny Tim, and then he poofed away. Tiny Tim landed and rolled, popping out of a portal. The portal back at headquarters he and Lily had first used to get a navigator disc that would guide him to Sir Maximus. Tiny Tim was covered in construction tape as he sat back on his hiney, with bits of tape still hanging off the portal ring he'd just burst through. As he turned and looked around, there were crowds of silent treasure troops watching in awe. Suddenly they erupted in cheering and jubilation. It had worked. The treasure troops had successfully completed their mission. They found and rescued Tiny Tim. He heard a few more whooshes as other portals returned troops, and among them, Sergeant Green, Freddy, Nicky, and Marbles, and Lily. They ran over to Tiny Tim, and without saying a word, they were suddenly in one massive group hug. Eventually, the cheering subsided, and with Tiny Tim's tail wagging up a storm, he slowly regained his composure. I... I don't know what to say. Thank you, everyone, for coming to get me. My mission was a success because of you. Our mission. It wasn't the success I expected, but it was the success it was meant to be. But my mission isn't over. I still have one more thing to do. There's always one more thing, isn't there? Together they all chuckled, and they gave Tiny Tim some room. I'll be back, he winked, and then poofed away. Tim realized his purpose. Sir Maximus had all this planned from the beginning. The hat, the human, his missions. He knew Tiny Tim would come to carry and wear his hat, and Max was still carrying out his mission right to the end. But Sir Maximus's power wasn't limited to his hat. As he collected geocache finds, he was boosting power on one more cache line, and then when he could have rescued himself, finding his way back to headquarters, he sent the human to one more lonely geocache, leaving the final mission to the one who would step up and continue his role of linekeeper. All those places Tiny Tim was taken to throughout history were people seeming to do the impossible, breaking free from limitations, inspiring others to strive, to grow, to be better, ultimately to sacrifice 
considering others as more valuable. Throughout his adventures, Tiny Tim had seen and done these things. He'd inspired others to do the same. Sir Maximus saw this and knew that it was time. His sacrifice paved the way for Sir Tiny Tim. Christmas 2021. Tim appeared, dropping onto his old linekeeper hat, which he'd set under him because, hey, there was an inch of snow and it was cold. Ahead of him sat a vehicle, which had also suddenly appeared as Tim had teleported it with him. Its plate read I-C-A-C-H-E, I-Cash, and a sticker on the window showed its name, Deja, the human's geomobile. Inside were all the human's travel buddies, slightly dazed at the unexpected transit. Moments later, another and the vehicle wobbled a bit. Sir Tiny Tim had rescued and transported the human back to the vehicle after he had found and signed the last lonely geocache to which Sir Maximus had sent him, and meeting again all his travel buddies. And with that, Sir Tiny Tim's mission was complete. He still wore Sir Maximus's hat, now his own, and so officially wielded its great power. But the powers Sir Maximus had without his hat were still a mystery to Tim. Even so, he still had his old hat, and he remembered what Sir Maximus had said. He couldn't protect and keep the line alone. He needed to find another. He needed to find someone to fill his shoes, someone he could mentor. With his task here complete, Sir Tiny Tim whooshed away back to headquarters right now. Thank you.